1: Nick roush and Adam Luckett here with one of the greatest ever dudes at the University of Kentucky. Number 24 in your program, number one in your hearts. Chris Rodriguez, C Rod joining the show from training grounds in Frisco, Texas, where he's getting ready for the NFL draft. Chris, just first and foremost, um, Is it more fun to do preseason summer training or combine prep doing uh, drills in the 40s and all that fun stuff?
0: I would definitely have to say the combine prep, you know, um, it's being around all these guys. I mean, yeah, those guys in Kentucky are like my brothers and stuff. But, you know, here's like more like competition or competing every day. Uh, I and mean, you know we're building relationships with these i'm building relationships with these guys as well um but i have to say it's, it's honestly been fun the uh, time that i've had here in texas It's it's definitely going to be a time to remember
1: well we'll talk more draft prep and, and all that sort of stuff but we got to talk fun stuff like your time at uk and mm-hmm. actually the first question i had in mind and i and i mean this uh i'm not trying to throw jabs or anything but People forget that we we love all of the Chris Rodriguez angry runs, all the touchdowns, all the accolades. But there was a time when you were in the doghouse. What was it like being in Coach Grant's doghouse? Oh, my goodness. Uh, man, it
0: was hard. Uh, you know, I was, what, third string at one point. Uh, just playing it by ear. You know, Coach Grant will come up to you on the sideline and be like, hey, stay ready, stay ready. You know, the whole time you're you're ready, but, you know, you never get in the game until, like, the very last drive or so. But um, it was hard, but at the end of the day, it made me who I am, and it made me want to work harder, and
1: I'm here. I, I thought it was uh, fascinating when we talked to you. I guess it was after the Governor's Cup or somewhere on there. We were like, what's your favorite uh, game, Your your biggest memory? And it was that South Carolina game where <laughs> you and Lynn came in, and that kind of – started it all and that that game was memorable for some wrong reasons but it was a a, a nice start to what was going to be a a really fun ride
0: yeah and you're right and I actually have a towel from that game that has like the date the yards that I had and it says like first touchdown it was gifted to me by one of my friend's uh dad uh and he brought it to me one game I, I can't remember what game it was but he hey, don't ever forget where you started. And um, from that, I was like, dang, like, he really remembers. It was like three years ago at this point. Uh, but, yeah, man, that's that's basically where it started. And like I said, man, it made me who I am today.
2: Was that maybe a moment for you, Chris, where you were just like, I can really play at this level. Like, I can be an all-SEC back. I can play in the NFL. Or was it a moment before that that it just kind of clicked for you?
0: Nah. So I actually never really thought that way. Uh, thought of it that way, um, you know. When I got in, I was just like, "Man, this is fun! Like, I can really see myself doing this." Uh, you know, everybody's hyping us up. We we were down by I don't know how many points. You know, they probably had their second string defense in at the time, anyways. Uh, but it was fun. Um, and then I think it was probably the next year or two, depending on when that season was. Uh, when I first got my first start, uh, that Liam came in. And I sat down and talk, had a talk with Stoops, where he was actually like, "Like, this is your job. Like, go get it." You uh, know, I took the advantage of that opportunity.
1: Uh, you're on mute, Nick. God, damn it, I hate when I do that. Uh, of all my favorite Chris Rodriguez runs, I just I think of Iowa, where the play they've got it blown up at the goal line and you still just are like. I'm scoring this touchdown right here. Like what's going through your mind when it's, I mean, I think that was even a read that you weren't even supposed to take, but what's going through your mind when it's just like, all right, there's one giant dude in front of me. I've got to find a way to get past it. Yeah.
0: I mean, and being at the senior, but they kind of harped on that. Like they, they tell you to go make your money. is what they call it. Um, So through that whole little process there, it was kind of like, all right, we're on the, what four or five yard line, there's no way that I'm not going for at least three at this point. Um, so when it was me and him, I was like, this dude's not gonna hit me. He can't. Uh not being cocky or anything, but at that point of time it was like it's real critical time and point in the game where it's like we have to score. And uh Wandell made an amazing catch and I was like, All right, let me go finish this off. So when coach called a play, I was like <laughs> I know Will better not pull the ball. Uh, and apparently he told me he tried to, but I needed it. I, I, I needed it for that game. Uh, so I was I just took it and hoped for the best. And when I did end up scoring, we celebrated in the end zone, and our defense closed the game out.
1: I, I know that it's been a while since that transition, but what was it kind of going through your head at the time? Because, you know, for Kentucky, you were going to get the rock. When Coach Graham was there, you get this mm-hmm. new guy in from the Rams who's a quarterbacks coach. Um, was there any worry that all right, maybe maybe I'm not going to get fed the, the the ball a ton here?
0: No. And uh, when he got there, he kind of let me know, like not even just me, just the whole team, that I'm coming in here. We're going to change the system. Uh, we know that you guys don't pass a lot. We're gonna we're gonna change that. And then we had Will Evans coming in, who was a freak athlete. I don't know if y'all seen his high school tape or whatever, uh, those little videos he got thrown in that little dome or whatever. But I knew that um, we were going to pass the ball a lot more often. And um, I was honestly happy. Uh, it opened up a lot, a lot of um, opportunities for me. And um, looking back on it, I thank him for that.
2: Yeah, you mentioned that transitioning – to his type of offense you know everybody knows outside zone wide zone yeah um kentucky was inside zone gap team is there like a now that you're entering the next level you know there's different offenses running types is there a specific type that you would like to play at or a specific type of in early conversations teams are liking you or is it you know you'll just do whatever
0: honestly i'll do whatever um i do like love cohen's offense that he ran um The outside zone, everybody always asks me what's my favorite play. Outside zone, it gives you a ton of different options at the end of the day. Um, And also, it gives you an option to get downhill. And uh, by watching tape, you see that I like to run downhill. So, (laughs) he did bring in that option. Uh, He did bring in a little duo, duo read. Those were cool, too. But I have to say outside zone, man, is by far my most
1: favorite play. Coach Cohen's back. Are you – is there any – I don't know if I'm going to say jealous or anything, but is there a little bit of like, man, why couldn't you just stuck around one more year uh, now that he is back in Lexington? So,
0: um, I'm actually mad at him for that. Uh, (laughs) No. I don't think you're the
2: only one a little upset about that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And no shame on Skane. You know, that was my guy too. But, um, you know, Cohen came in man and like you said we transitioned to that new offense and we were we were good like we were we were doing fine but you know i guess when he calls at the end of the day and uh the rams when they called him um he couldn't turn it down and i mean we understood it and uh i'm just like dude I'm like one more one more year that's <laughs> my last year. will's last year.
1: It, it is a little bittersweet, but you have moved on uh, to bigger and better things. A bright future ahead of you in the professional ranks. Um, it is a little different, I, I think, now because like it's it's not like you were walking around with empty pockets. Was it, did you like feel like you had to go out and buy something whenever you became a pro or anything like that? Like, I, is is it different now?
0: Well, well, let's let's just say I'm not a pro. I'm still working, uh, trying to get there. Uh, I'm going to continue to have uh, until my name is called and up on that board. But um, not just here, it's just, I mean, I had a house in Kentucky. I was renting a house. Uh, I was pretty much buying everything. Everything's been the same. The only thing I have to say is I have to buy actual clothes now. And, um, you know, that wear on a daily basis. It can't just be all Kentucky stuff 24-7. I was, so that, that I have to say would be the only change. And, also, maybe like snacks from the house because we didn't, you know, we had the facility going there. You need some snacks. You go in there, you grab some. Here's like, you better go get your snacks. So,
1: they're You're muted. Wrong. Um, <laughs> just a just a little bit different now, uh, but you did. You you started down at the senior bowl, and um, it was. Uh, awesome not only to see you make a couple big plays out there in the game even though your team struggled but it was awesome to see uh you salute your mother who passed away surprisingly i know that i can't imagine how difficult it was and you know you have all of our condolences here for um, going through that loss but how tough was it to just have to go back out there and and suit up without you know knowing that she's going to be watching you playing
0: yeah um it was it was tough and it, it started before that um you know after i did like my mom to rest uh i had to come back to texas uh and i went and i started training again and uh i mean it was hard like at that point i had started to feel alone and uh you know i kind of you know I talked to my family and um it kind of helped me get through it uh my sisters me and my this it's brought me and my sister even more even closer and uh, I will say, when I got to the Senior Bowl, it was hard, you know, just not having or not being able to call her and let her know everything that's going on. Um, and once those interviews did like come in and start to get get rolling, um, like somehow she got brought up, and uh, I didn't excuse myself, but I just kind of like you know kind of got. Choked up about it um it's hard you know people always ask me like what kind of relationship did I have with my mom and dad and I would say my my dad's like my brother but my mom's like my best friend um every day we would call each other uh even if it was her making me mad or upsetting me like we would talk and then call me later and then we would talk about it we would apologize to each other and you know, whenever she needs something, I'll be there for. Whenever I need something, she'll be there for me, especially uh, going through my time at Kentucky. Um, she came up one day and I I just cried in her arms. Um, she's, she was my number one supporter. She's my my why, my everything. And um, at the end of the day, at the senior ball, I know she wouldn't have wanted me to quit on those guys. Well, she wanted me to quit on myself. And, um, you know, that's something. And she talked about is being at that senior bowl so um i had to go out there and you know play
1: um she did get to see you graduate um she got to see you you know break records at kentucky and i know i'm sure that that had to mean a lot to you knowing that she was able to see you at the highest of highs during your time in lexington
0: yes sir and um especially uh everybody asked me why I stayed back last year and um my mom wanted me to graduate. It was like a big thing for me and my family. And uh, to graduate it was it was huge for her. Um and that started a new legacy for the family and um kind of showing them the ropes and showing them they can do what they want to do as long as they keep their mind in the right place.
1: Well and you're you're moving in the right direction and uh and an awesome way to salute her down there. Had the purple face mask. Um, and uh, ma- like I said, made a couple of big plays. Mm-hmm. Now that Senior Bowl is over, it's, you're on the draft prep. Um, but I think you're also in the middle of wedding prep too. What's, what's yeah. more difficult, draft prep or wedding prep? Uh,
0: we haven't even started talking about the wedding prep yet. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, that's the, Smart. Most, that's the most stressful thing in the world, especially like being, um, being from Georgia and, you know, football is really huge where I'm from and football has brought me around. So many people and friends that I call family now, uh, you don't want to forget anybody, you know. So, <laughs> like, how big is our wedding on me? It's like, oh, maybe like 300 people. And then you're like, think about everybody. You think about the family. You think about the friends. You think about the friends you made at Kentucky. And it's like, God bless. You don't want to leave anybody out. You don't want anybody to have, like, Any feelings towards you, just in case you forgot. And um, when I did see my family um, the week I did go back home, it was like, man, I forgot I had. (laughs) You know, don't keep in contact with them, and uh, you know, it kind of refreshes your mind. Like, okay, now I know. Like, once I start going over that stuff, gotta do some thinking. (laughs)
1: It's gonna be a long list. Oh, true. I already know. Uh, what, what what you got for Chris?
2: Yeah, Chris, we hear every year uh, leading up to the combine. It's talked about a lot at the combine, like the odd questions mm-hmm. uh, that they that they'll ask you. I, I know a lot of the, a lot of your interviews will happen there in Indianapolis, but yet, have you ever in, down in Mobile? I know you met probably met with some teams that you get any odd questions in
0: some of those meetings. Um, yeah. So on this on the test that we had to take. It was like how long does beef stay in the freezer <laughs> <laughs> just like, at the end of the day um and then uh, they had some math questions and stuff like it's, it's simple but it's like it messes with your brain a little bit you gotta do some thinking and you can't use a calculator or nothing so you gotta do everything uh just a little stuff like that i don't think i've had anything too crazy I know somebody, one of the uh, players. They said that a question they had was, "Would you rather be a, a dog or a cat for a day, or something like that?" And, uh, I don't know what that has to do with football, but you know, they, I guess, these scouts have their way of asking questions that they want to know.
1: Well, uh, you're a wildcat, so boom.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know you got that dog in you, but you know what, Chris? That's perfect because. Here, uh, th- this is how we got Luke into the third round last year. It wasn't his testing. It wasn't uh, what he put out on tape. We put him through the grinder to make sure he was ready for the fast question. So we're going to get your hamster wheels turning to make sure that, no- that nothing it- it throws you off in indie. So yeah, um, some of these are, are pretty easy, but some, it, it, I don't know. I, we might put your brain in a pretzel. So I got four quick hitters for you. Okay. Um, first and foremost, what emotion do you feel when you play football? Anger. I, like it, I mean, perfect. That's exactly what we wanted Man. to hear. Main runs, <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Kyle Brandt's over here like, all right, Chris is going to be on angry runs <laughs> on Good Morning Football. Uh, th- that was the answer we were looking for. I yeah. know football makes people happy, but you got to play angry. You got to play
0: angry. Yeah, that's the only way to play football at the end of the day. Um.
1: Uh, Second question: Does breaking records matter to you? No, football is a team sport. Well, and also they haven't used records in fifty years. You can just stream your music on Spotify. So break all the <laughs> records you want; and, and, <laughs> it don't matter. It don't matter. It's uh, funny. That's funny. I, but I, I did appreciate too, like because we had to ask you about the Benny Snell record all the time, and you were—I <laughs> know you get kind of tired of us, and it's just like. like I, I don't care. Like, uh, mm-hmm. it was It was pretty clear that, that breaking the record would have been cool to you, but it wasn't something that was your why.
0: Yeah, no, 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 no. At the end of the day, like, everybody says records are meant to be broken. So, eventually, somebody's going to get around to it, break my record for most 100-yard games, break any record for – it would be pretty cool. But, I mean, I'm already up there, so it doesn't <laughs> – yeah.
1: How do you order a steak at a restaurant? Medium. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. We were looking for rare because you're a rare athlete.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: See, that's what the I scouts going now. Yep. Okay. Yep. Less. Even if it was medium rare, because I'm more, you know, I, I like a little bit of brown in there. Okay. Uh, but that, we'll, we'll accept that as well. Uh, yeah. Final, final question. And um, this does involve a math, a little bit of math. Oh my! God. You're, you're traveling down the highway, and the gas light comes on. Time to fill up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's a a Seven Eleven on the side of the road, but right next to it's a billboard that says Bucky's fifteen miles. <laughs> do you get off the road, or do you do you go to Bucky's? Do you try to make it to Bucky's? <laughs>
0: Bucky's is fifteen miles.
1: Fifteen miles. The light just came on. So here, here's my,
0: here's my light comes on, you got twenty miles.
1: I think you can make it to Bucky's. I, I think you can and you have to because yeah. it's worth it. <laughs> I
0: think it's worth it too. I've only I mean I've been a couple of times and every time I'm there I'm there for like two hours. So <laughs> <laughs> Two hours in a it's hard to get out of there, man. It's he's got it all. You go in there, you get what? Uh the pool pork sandwich, barbecue sandwich. You get in the car, start eating, forget you had to pump gas, then you pump the gas. And by the time you're pumping the gas, you're like, i want to go back in. I think I'm gonna get some dipping dots, because they got dipping dots. You go in there and then they got all these they got different stuff, they got groceries, they got home appliances like you just you just do all this search and then by that time about two hours right there. Then you can go back to the car, get back on the road.
2: They put that beaver on everything. You can they get put
0: anything it. with the beaver's head on it.
1: Oh man, that was the answer I was looking for because uh many people remember you from different contributions. Uh, the contribution I'll always take with me. You got me you encouraged me to make my first stop at a Bucky's and it changed my life forever. And for that I, I thank you, Chris. Oh yeah, you're, uh, you're. <laughs> Well, uh, we're going to let you go. Really appreciate you hanging out with us tonight. But it's only about a month away. We'll be up there in Indy to see you. We'll be eating some rare steak. Um, I don't think you have to order it rare. Um, But best of luck training the next month. I'm sure it's going to be tiresome. But um, you got this, dude. You got this.
0: I appreciate it,
1: too. Good luck, Chris. Thank you. That was awesome. That's pretty good. Even.
0: Yes. Even? SEC
2: Network, Mizzou and South Carolina, Greg Jackson, 11 points. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah,
2: oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.